Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Okay, Shell. Let's okay. do it, Queen. Let's do it. Podcast starts now. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Stradio Lab. I just had an instinct to say, um, what's that? Wow. <laughs> I know. Where did that come from? I don't know. I think you're really letting your hair down today. Sometimes, you- the, sometimes your past trauma comes out when you least expect it. <laughs> what's up to me felt no, like- No, what's up with no P at the end. Oh, no P. Yeah. That's to me, that's what it is. I mean, I, I, I just thought it was sort of the lengthening of the, I mean, the, it is the lengthening, but I, I, to me, if I were to spell it, it would be was, ah, I, I would probably, I would put, I would slap you, a P on the end you of would that. Put a P. Well, you don't trust the other person <laughs> to understand what you're saying. Whereas I have faith in my listeners and readers. <laughs> no, you're totally right. Uh, that, but that was that area of life where, you know, one was young enough that I felt like it was, there was, I always felt like there was more to that joke than yes, like oh what's the reference to well, the commercial right right it, wait it's a reference to a commercial yeah the budweiser commercial where uh, they're like I guess I didn't know. <laughs> it, it made it so it, it's so ingrained in the culture that i that i didn't i, I guess now that you say that it, it makes sense but like uh, that's not i i just associate it with like the broadly speaking the like will ferrell-esque humor of like that era and sure, not to sure. not no offense to will ferrell who i think is a 
a, a brilliant comedian and uh, Say that. and a patron of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a shadow funder. Yeah. Wait, speaking of podcasts, sorry if this is boring, but uh, okay. And speaking of podcasts and Will Ferrell, you know he has that new Apple show called The Shrink Next Door? Uh-huh. Okay, so I didn't know anything about it, but apparently it's based on a podcast and I started listening to the podcast. And do you know about this story? Not at all. It's like a psychiatrist who basically is like a sociopath and starts like gets close to his patients, then makes, then convinces them that they should like cut ties with various family members because they're toxic and then ends up being like the one person in their lives and like completely takes over their lives. And when the patients are rich, he also like the whole thing with the main character, like the Will Ferrell character is that the psychiatrist basically like by the end of their time together is like in his will as his primary, like, as a person that's going to get all his money and the patient is like really like has a lot of like family wealth, but is like, you know, very, you know, was like looking, you know, it was like going through a hard time and like very vulnerable. And so he basically made him like cut ties to everyone in his family and then made him his like basically like business associate with the plan to like take over his millions of dollars. And then he did that to like many other people. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's crazy i'm more impressed okay one i'm impressed the first of all i was like wait george are you just plugging a show on i know i'm sorry I, I i was too far in it i like started talking about it and then i was like wait i guess now we're just doing slate culture gap fest <laughs> yeah and it's also like to plug something that i have not seen not listened to i was sort of like well here we go well i would um, argue that plugging something you haven't seen or listened to like makes sense because i'm like recommending it to you <laughs> okay uh, sure maybe in a shout out sort of uh okay, i'm way. sorry I, that was like probably the worst thing i've ever done is is describing <laughs> the podcast the shrink next door on this podcast well it's, i'm but okay what makes what piqued my interest about that story too was like your willingness to pick up something new i feel like when someone's like oh this show is based on a podcast i'm never like gotta i gotta check out that podcast i'm like okay so it's already done right i already fit, like mined it for everything it's worth and now totally, if i hopped totally. on it would be pointless but you said hey that sounds interesting maybe i'll listen to it right well so i felt like i don't have room in my life for a television show right now like especially an apple tv one i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put in the work to to welcome no. that into my life that's simply an, i don't have the energy the capacity or frankly the you know empathy for the people involved to, to, to do that yeah and so but you know what i can do is while i'm doing my dishes while i'm cleaning listen to a six episode narrative podcast wow and so i listened yesterday to five episodes in a row and you loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly shocked. I'm impressed. I think people get the wrong impression about us sometimes. I think yeah. they think that we're like really cynical, maybe even like just hate on stuff too critical. Sure. And here you are saying, yeah, I picked up a podcast that uh, is the source material for an Apple TV show. And guess what? <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Well, I, I had it. I listened. I, I heard about it on this late culture gap <laughs> because they were discussing the television show. Um, and then they mentioned that it was based on a podcast. Wow. This is amazing. I love this. You know, can I tell you something? Yeah. I looked at the description for that episode of the culture gap fest, saw that they were talking about three things that I did not know about already. And was like, well, I don't want to listen to this because none of these 
I can't put my opinion in their opinion. Okay. So in, I don't in listen. their defense, one of the things was literally the concept of sexiest man alive, which I do think you know about. <laughs> that is true. I do know about that. But that being said, it didn't feel like a, it could be a juicy conversation. And I'll no say disrespect this, to that the is Netflix. where I turned it off. Like I listened to the first two topics. And then when they started talking about sexiest man alive, I was like, I'm not doing this with you people. Like I, I like I have honestly too much respect for the hosts of the Slate Culture Gap Fest who have raised me to 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 like sit through them talking about sexiest man alive. Like they're better than that. They're better than that. I truly I mean when they I was genuinely surprised. I was like there's roughly 1 billion TV shows happening at all times and you're talking about the sexiest man alive that we know is not real like this is yeah. insane. Well, there the moment where I turned it off is when um, they started talking about how like m- multiple men have been the sexiest man alive multiple times. And then they were kind of like, well, it shows such a lack of imagination. I mean, there are so many men not to, not to even get into the inclusion and diversity element. And I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Like I, that is not, I am not like engaging at this level with people's sexiest man alive. I refuse. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, I think we, this is a beautiful little thing that we're doing right now too, yeah. because to be talking about a podcast that talked about people's sex, this man alive, that's kind of dark and deep. Well, not just as that, well. to be talking about a podcast that talked about a podcast that I then listened to. <laughs> I mean, this, this show, Stradio Lab, has always been about podcasting. It has been about the podcast landscape and has been unpacking what a podcast is. And this is a good, this is a good step for us. It's good. It's good. And we actually have kind of fallen off of the, the the element of the podcast that is like kind of distilling podcasting down to its basic bits. <laughs> and I'm kind of thinking like, this is a way it's like, what is podcasting? If not, it, hear me out. What is podcasting? If not podcasting, like it doesn't exist outside of podcasting. So like, it's actually in the spirit of the podcast. If we only talk about other podcasts because it's because it, it, it it's like a self-feeding beast. Does okay, that make so sense? Wait, so the, the, the big point, the big selling point, the point that'll be on the poster board is yes. what is podcasting? If not, if podcasting. not podcasting. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I guess I technically can't argue with that. To me, it's like, it feels a little postmodern or something. It's like, it's very Senepazum peep. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You know, that thing that says like, this is not a pipe. Oh, sure, 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 yeah. sure, sure. It's that, but it, but it, instead of this is not a pipe, it's this pipe is a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a level past this is not a pipe. Oh my God. I, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting very like, um, sort of pitch meeting mad men feelings from this yeah. conversation. Like Wait. you are at iHeartRadio and you are walking yeah, into the offices and you're pulling up a poster board and you're like, you flip it over dramatically. Like you're going to reveal something and it just says podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but do you, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like it, the point of a podcast is just for it to exist. In this, in this stage of podcasting, we're basically like, there's so much money funneled into it and no one actually cares. Like people are making literally like narrative, like like political thriller podcasts. No one's going to listen to that. They're all starring like Cynthia Nixon. 
and and, yeah. and like no one cares it's just like people are doing it for the sake of doing it it's kind of like you have to keep running on the treadmill yeah this, okay this is good celebrities on narrative podcasts i don't care a hundred percent needs to stop and they're like oh look at this roster of like huge people we have and i'm like if i don't see them I don't care. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Counterpoint. Actually, no, I don't have a counterpoint because my counterpoint was going to be, I was going to pretend I like it when celebrities read audiobooks, but guess what? I've literally never listened to one. <laughs> I always like it in theory. I'm like, yeah, yeah one day right? that'll yeah. be like, nice. <laughs> yeah. Like in theory. Yes. Like get me <laughs> Helen Mirren to read like uh, remains of the day, but like, am I going to press play on that? 100% not cannot imagine a point in my life i can't imagine the disease i would have to have in order to press play on that i would have life. to be suffering from consumption and in bed <laughs> sick with my medieval nurse yeah like it would bringing have to be way way back <laughs> my my medieval nurse would have to be like i brought you an audiobook <sighs> wow damn i think we actually kind of got to the bottom of it yeah we did and i didn't even bring up the topic i was going to bring up and here's the thing i wasn't before we started recording, you George like didn't told want me. me to bring it up. No, no, no. That's not what it was. You told me I have something I'm going to bring up. And I said, okay, because here's what I felt. I felt like once we were actually in that intro, I know all bets are off and it is so hard. You can't, you have to ride the wave. I know. You can't I know. Harness the wave. You know, what I know. I, mean? I know. I know. Blue crush. Okay. <laughs> and I really feel like you were. It was a pipe dream to even. Think it was a pipe dream, but you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to do something like literally the most genius thing I've ever done now, which is I'm going to, in fact, talk about what we were talk about the concept of having a plan to talk about something and okay. in doing so still reach the goal that I wanted to reach. Okay. So okay. what I said to you was I have an idea for a topic that'll also help us organically plug the Patreon. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of felt you rolling your eyes a little bit like, okay, it seems a little forced. Uh -huh. And guess what I'm doing now? I'm literally You're... telling that story and in doing so mentioning the Patreon without no. even having to bring up that topic. <laughs> Which I think is genius, obviously. And I think would have, this is kind of how I saw it going. Okay, like, you're right. There is a world, obviously, when it's in the back of your head, you're going to bring up the Patreon at some point. Right. It's just about having it happen naturally. Uh, right. But, but I, what I was afraid of is like, it not happening naturally. And then me realizing it, realizing it at the end of the intro and then suddenly out of nowhere being like, Oh, so the Patreon. So that's uh -huh. why in my mind, I was like, I have to have something in, you know, locked and loaded so that when it's time I can, I can enter it. But now the topic I was going to bring up in order to segue into the podcast will never be brought up and it'll kind of be the elephant in the room of this whole episode. I would love to know what it was though. Well, should I? Brittany says me too. Okay, what I want was gonna bring up is that I think Adam Driver hates Lady Gaga. <gasps> this is such a good topic. I know. And it was and and I was trying to like imply that maybe our next um Straighter Lab movie club, which is the page the special Patreon um episode that's released every month where we talk about a movie, is probably gonna be House of Gucci. Yeah, it's gonna be House of Gucci. Um, and our first one, I should say, was I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which I have to say the reviews off the charts. <laughs> I think you it's actually, one of our best episodes we've ever recorded. Personally. I actually think it was genius. Uh, I think we. Yeah. OK. Yeah. This is. But we can't point. we can't get into we can't, it. We can't keep going. We can't get into it. The point is, I think Adam Driver hates Lady Gaga. <laughs> I believe you. 
uh, he doesn't seem thrilled in he this doesn't. cycle. He's like, he's just like, it, he doesn't get like what this, first of all, can I just say something? He does not look like he's doing a good job in the trailer. I'm like willing to go there with him, but like he does not, of all the people, he looks the least Italian. His name is Adam Driver. He was like in the Marines. He also just like is like straight. Like yeah. he's straight yeah, yeah, in yeah. a way he's that's straight. like. He's straight and very like toxic actor. Like, yeah, he seems to me. Uh, this is the worst insult I can hurl at someone. He seems to Uh-oh. me humorless. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. I agree. He takes himself real seriously. He does. Um, and and you know who else does Lady Gaga, but in a very different way, <laughs> in a dumb way, in a fun way. Yeah, she's over. She's like doing Adam Driver drag. Like she's pretending to be that serious. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> like wait, wait. I want to hear our guest's opinion on this. This is a I know. Great I agree. Time, we, I think, I it think is absolutely cruel that we are leaving. It is. It is actually mean and um and and it's gaslighting that we haven't brought her in yet. <laughs> Um, it's definitely gatekeeping. It's gatekeeping. Uh, I mean, in a literal sense, it is gatekeeping because we're silencing her and not letting her be part of the podcast. <laughs> um, well, I say, sure. Why the hell not? Let's bring in our guest. Please give a glamour girl hootie who for Brittany Carney. Hello. Um, thank you for having me. Brittany, First let's dive all, right in. What do you think I'm, about Adam Driver hating Lady Gaga? I'm, I'm so ready because actually, I, honestly, I have a lot of follow up thoughts and comments on that whole like truly metaphysical journey to get there you know like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like fourth walls broken anyway Mm -hmm. but then i instantly when you said that what i was thinking of is something that you're speaking to which is like aesthetically adam driver is like oh i can't deal with someone who takes themselves seriously or like who, who is a lot but he's like a lot even though he thinks he's quietly a lot yeah right and i think that I'm sure he's like cynical about whatever Lady Gaga represents. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like he thinks he's too cool for that. But then therein is like just there's something parallel about what they're doing. A hundred percent going in different directions. I would even (laughs) say not to be too reductive, but to me, it's like Adam Driver is a lot in a man way and Lady Gaga is a lot in a woman way. And he's a misogynist. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, they're on. That's a claim. <laughs> it's like if there's, I don't know anyone else that, I don't know, like I'm going to put them on different ends of a spectrum, but I don't know who any, like who else would be in between. But probably if we thought about it, there would be people. But I feel like each of them are on an end of a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. But here's well, the thing. They're both in the is- same film. So the idea yeah. that he's better, like, he needs to let go of this idea that he's better than her because ultimately, like, she's the one playing Patrizia and he's so, the one playing, you know, so Fettuccini wait, or whatever. And I watched the trailer. He does seem sort of, like, joyless. But yes. also, I feel like he does bring that to so many characters. Who is he playing in the movie? Like what's his? Role? I think his her husband. Is he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's her husband. Because yeah. there's that point where she points to her wedding ring, and she's like, "Our company, sweetie, yeah. I am family too." Um, but I'm I attracted think... to him though. Sorry. Yeah, and also sure, just sure. to be clear, I think he's a terrific actor. Like I, I would never say he's a bad actor. I just am uh, annoyed at. I just am. I, I wouldn't even say annoyed. I would say I'm amused by the fact that he clearly hates Lady Gaga. <laughs> I think that's so true. 
Yeah, especially when you compare like to like the Bradley Cooper press cycle <laughs> yes. where he was like so down to play the games <laughs> yeah, and like Bradley pretend to be in love. <laughs> I am like so over Bradley Cooper. Like <laughs> I swear to God, like that, pre- I, I'll say this about this press cycle. I am enjoying House of Gucci press so much more than Star is Born. Like I haven't seen the movie yet, but like it is giving everything I want. Like it, it, it's like, I don't know. There, there's something that seems so much more authentic and like authentically crazy about it because it's like a crazy story about murder. Whereas a star is born was so forced to me. Like it's like the fourth remake of this movie. And Bradley Cooper is like, literally has like an entire, like, you know, PR team. That's like trying to prop him up as like a new director. Like it's just, it's too, it was like too much for me. My hottest take is that I've never seen star is born, but I don't, but I like get, well, I get the- No, you get it. You get it. I get it. (laughs) Like, you know, I read half the Wikipedia and people talk about it. Like, I think I get the role in our zeitgeist. But my point <laughs> is that I, the song, I just don't really like the song at all. And people really were like, oh, but Shallow. it's such a good song. And yeah. I generally, I just don't think it like, like resonates in my ears as like something rhythmic or soulful. Brittany, and... this this take is too hot for me. I am is so you like it? <laughs> I, I we were just sorry. Go ahead. I mean, I know that we are all traumatized from being alive in this present day, <laughs> but <laughs> having shallow to cling to was such um, a it was such a moment. It was the like the okay. fucking howling was like such a like. Finally, Howling? culture moves forward. They're like, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, but literally the best. Part, so, Brittany, just to like fill you in, like Sam <laughs> to me, we have a different approach when it comes to Lady Gaga. Like Sam shows his okay, love okay. by being unequivocally supportive. And I okay. show my love by respecting her enough to be critical when she deserves it. <laughs> so you guys are on the spectrum. We're like, Adam Driver. We're here. definitely on the spectrum. <laughs> I mean, but like, okay, it's like three of you. Okay, uh, okay, okay. So, wait, I have a lot of, I have several questions. My first question is, Sam, oh, you like the howl, the, what did you say? The howling. howling. <laughs> like the howling, the howling, the whole, she's howl, howling. 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 Hollering, hooting and hollering. <laughs> I love that you've been able, she's you were like so, <laughs> you're so like, um, You've been so good about like intellectually responding to everything. And the one thing that threw you off is the pronunciation of howling. (laughs) (laughs) Holing. Um, Okay, wait. So the thing is like, I feel sort of gaslit by the world because of that song. I agree. I understand. I mean, actually, I don't I don't know if I agree, but like, I understand why you would feel that way, because that's well, we just like a, shoved down your throat. We did a full episode and, about how that's kind of how we feel about Taylor Swift, but we don't need to get back into yeah, that. Yeah, oh, wait a minute. It. Yeah, I wait. Yes, I. I well, think my yeah. feeling about that song is how I feel about Taylor Swift in general. But yes, but I, I we don't have to go down the Taylor Swift. Wrong. No, but we can do shallow, though. Like, I understand what you're saying. Like, there was something about the stars one press cycle where it was like. You know that movie, They Live, where you put on the glasses and then it's like, you have to buy. Do you know what I'm talking what? about? No, but I think I get the premise. It's, it's like, the, like, it's like the this like classic movie where like someone uh... like sees the, how all, ad, you know, everything around him is like making him into a consumer. Uh, I'm like butchering oh, it. But the, there's like a famous scene where he like puts on the glasses and then he like looks at an advertisement and it turns into just like a sign that says like, 
spend money now. Like, it, you know, it's like he's oh. seeing like the soul of the world or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. there's a way to like put on the They Live glasses on with Star is Born and look at it. And it's just like, this is the movie you like now. <laughs> like there was just something <laughs> totally. so like intense about the way it was marketed. But that's really interesting. Cause, well, first of all, I think that they're both separately like very talented. Everybody that we've spoken about so far, so talented. Like yes, Gaga, agreed. Bradley Cooper, Adam Driver. But I, I think, and I feel like, Maybe someday I'll watch it on like, you know what I mean? But I feel like- On a plane. Yeah. On a plane, exactly. I was just thinking, that's it's a beautiful thought. plane watch. Somebody was just talking about like watching movies on airplane and why why is it always like something really tragic? And I remembered that the I was on a flight, the only time that I've seen Moonlight and the movie Fences was back to back on an airplane. Oh my God, and whoa. Yeah, it was like really a lot. <laughs> You're like in the sky, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'll just listen to that song on loop, you know, on the jet blue. What do you think of like the dumber? Like, did you hear any of the like other tracks? Like, because today from I had, movie from the movie, like I had like, why did you do that no. stuck in my head today? And that's, so those like, songs are great. So basically like, like she's a pop star and there are all these songs that are like, they're meant to convey that they're like bad pop songs and that she's like, lost oh. the thread and is no longer authentic. I mean, I'm I'm obviously like oversimplifying. Oh. But like, so there are all these songs that are like, like there's a song called Hair Body Face. Okay, okay, got it. So that's like, but so, okay. So it feels, so then the idea is that, wait, is the song, the, the, the howling song, it's like, um, so that's it's the authentic shallow, one. That's like, shallow is that's the real authentic. Her. Yeah. Peak authentic. But I have a question. So like when the song is, is it just like in the score or is it like, no, they sing it, right? They sing it they together. Sing it. Yeah. That's like but when they first, when he first brings her on stage and they sing that song and she, I think maybe improvises her part. Oh, yeah. Or like okay. half, half improvises yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. So that song in the movie is like, this is authentic writing and talent and like chemistry between them. But then the other songs that you're talking about are like, now. It's like now she's a pop star. And she's, she's kind thrown of her out. authentic. She's sold out. out. She's sold out. Yeah. But also, Are of course, you can read the movie in a different way where it's like, if you're reading it in like a camp way, then even the authentic song is like a commentary on the idea of an authentic, like country rock song. Right. Honestly, I just want to see the part where he pees himself on stage. I'm, I've heard about it and I'm curious. Yeah. I think you should see it. I think it's, it would okay. listen. I watched the movie twice. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I just am like, I was suffocated by that press cycle. Wait, yeah. I forgot how this came up. Oh, also, my relationship to Lady Gaga is that in 2020, when did she tour? When it was like the woman that, like the milk woman who like threw up colors? Uh, oh, the about? vomit artist. Vomit yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, have you heard <laughs> us talking about it? The milk lady, I don't know. You know but what, we, what you, she, there was like a year that like she was 20, playing, was, like 20. Yeah, this is like, like a very big part of Stato Labloor is the vomit artist. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Okay. Yes, it's like we've talked about it multiple times. I saw it live. I was living in DC and my friend through her work randomly was like, hey, I got $50 tickets to like the nosebleed seats of a Lady Gaga concert in the, um, in the Verizon Center, which is just like a big, well, like sports stadium. So I watched the Lady Gaga concert at like the actual highest level. <laughs> and I had such, I think until that point, didn't have that much of a relationship to Lady Gaga, but I really had so much fun because my friend and I were like dancing. One guy was asleep near us, like, <laughs> we were, like having a lot of fun up in the nosebleed. And anyway, I saw the vomit artist, but like from really afar. That is crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. To be talking to someone who was there when she did vomit <laughs> artist. 
<laughs> like I actually didn't know this was possible. This is like huge. Yeah. I'm having the experience right now where I'm like processing the concept of the vomit artist as though for the first time and like being excited about it all over again. <laughs> Just like think and, about the phrase vomit artist and Lady Gaga and, being like, I love it. <laughs> right, I know she was exactly like the idea that she's like, oh, this is this is art. This is subversive it's art. It's art pop. It's, like it's what did you say art pop art pop yeah the colors are very poppy of her vomit they were like pink and stuff <laughs> yeah and yeah I'm for serious. sure <laughs> i'm like i'm to like take you back into the curtains of my memory it's like we were so high that it was like there was like a jumbotron but also then this like thing was like playing out on stage like really small <laughs> you know <laughs> so anyway i saw it in like two lenses the vomit artist part but anyway that's my relationship to lady gaga it was really fun. Well, you're yeah, in the right place if your relationship boils down to the vomit artist era, I have to say. Okay. Thank you. I feel <laughs> I feel welcome through that. Um should we do our first segment? Literally, yes. Okay. I think, you know, now that we have gotten a heat check of everyone's relationship with Lady Gaga, both in the past, present, and potentially future, future uh, I think it's time to do our first segment, which is called Straight Shooters. And in it, we ask you a series of rapid fire questions uh, to gauge your familiarity and complicity in straight culture, basically this thing or other thing. And if you ask any follow-up questions, we will get pissed off. Um, George, do you want to start? Sure. Um, okay. Skate or die? Skate. Okay. HMU meaning hair and makeup or HMU meaning hit me up? <laughs> Absolutely hit me up. Okay. Beware of bear or I'll have it medium rare? <laughs> I'll have it medium rare. X-Men? Or 20th century women? Ooh, nice. Oh, God. I think, honestly, X-Men. There is so much. X-Men or 20th there's, century women is so rich. There's so much. There's so much there. Like, even, like, what does a 20th century woman mean? Like, in real life and or also in a superhero movie yeah. context. Like the idea that there could be a superhero called 20th century woman. <laughs> I think there, I know, it feels like there already is one, but that's like how well that resonates. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's hard. And I, maybe that's like, I'm being like internalized massage, but my response is X-Men. No, 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 I get that. Um, okay. Uh, throwing like a girl or moving like a butterfly and stinging like a bee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, moving like a butterfly, stinging like a bee. Wow. Okay, Stuart Little or Little Richard? Oh, Little Richard. <laughs> <laughs> the French Dicky. <laughs> the French Dispatch, the Italian Job, mm. or the Great British Bake Off? Mm. Oh, this is really hard, but I'm gonna go. I've been like really drawn to the French Dispatch ads on the train. Wow. And I've been watching the British Bake Off, but I'm gonna go here with uh, the French Dispatch. Hmm. After a lot of deliberation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
referring to balls as nuts mm-hmm. or referring to breasts as coconuts. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So the first, the first, I've heard a lot. And yeah. the second, I don't know. Or at least on a reference to me. But I'm it's, like into I, that. It was. I was yeah. pulling, I guess, from a. Um, if I can give some backstory, there's a new Kim Petras song where she's like talking about her coconuts, and that's like the chorus, and it's like I'm about obsessed. boobs. <laughs> God, yeah, that's, that's perfect. Cool. I can't wait to listen. <laughs> also, there's something really like '50s Americana about like a hula woman with coconut mm-hmm. bra. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with coconuts here. <laughs> Well, I love that. I mean, referring to breasts as coconuts is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, like, kind of like gives you a splinter to touch the outside of it, you know? Feel, yeah. It, oh, yeah, it's actually really beautiful. Like, feel yeah, like, yeah. Like, like lactates, right? Like a coconut. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't um, think about that. Yeah, and it's dairy free. It can concuss you if it like falls on your head. Yeah, powerful. The, the, there's imply, power in the feminine. It does imply maybe so. a vacation. It's that's right. Yeah, I mean, coconuts, yeah, like, yeah. no matter if you like the fruit or not, there's something just it's pure vacation. It's vacation, savory or sweet. It's vacation. It's in a savory or sweet. It's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, interesting. Well, I think, um, crushed it. I think oh, you crushed okay. it. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to give you Thanks. 764 doves. Wow. Oh my goodness. Thanks for your support. <laughs> I and I also would just have to say, and I think we all often comment on the energy of the guest during that segment. And I really feel like you were giving thoughtful, I agree. purposeful responses. Oh, really? You, yes. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. think, like, since you've started speaking, you've been so in the exact right zone. I feel okay. the most comfortable I can possibly feel with a guest. It doesn't feel forced. I can wow. finally relax for the first time this entire month. <laughs> so I have a lot of reactions to that, which are like, first of all, I was really like trying not to think about my responses too much. And I was like scared of doing that. Second of all, is that I, I feel comfortable with both of you. And George, I just met you yesterday. That's right. That's right? shocking I think to that me. was the first time that we'd had It is crazy. I do. Th- I mean, I've seen you perform before. Like I've, you know, I, I, I know. Likewise. We, uh, of course, know of one another. We're both very right. famous, but um <laughs> But I do think last night, yeah, we met at a birthday party last night and we like, it was just like a classic, like you meet someone you and you're both, you know, you're both like a couple of drinks in and we're just like having a nice conversation. And dare um, I say, I think we were in the same zone last night. I agree. I I agree because neither of us was, we're, like, we were both kind of having a conservative night where I was we not were. like drunk or anything. I feel a bit hungover, but I think it's just because I didn't like hydrate or properly eat, which is like yeah, that'll do that it. a lesson I should learn at 33. <laughs> but like, uh, but I, I didn't really get like drunk. And there was a moment that I kind of wished I was, but you know how like the way the alcohol metabolizes where it's like, if you like have three drinks over like like two hours it's just not it's just not gonna work for you tonight honey you know i know it's gonna be be a chill night i'd say i'm really going through my responsible drinking era Mm. that's nice that is nice and it's been very (laughs) nice to not have hangovers like i just ordered from fresh direct non-alcoholic beer and i'm just gonna have that with my meals every day oh do you like the tea stuff that i've never had i do i actually really like it wow i went i went to another birthday party this week where there was alcoholic non-alcoholic non-alcoholic uh brute like kava whoa which i feel like that's just kombucha but yeah, yeah. or like juice yeah yeah I, yeah, it's like yeah. Juice. but i um, i you know i 
I always say I'm in my responsible era, and I'm like, well, no, that was just a Thursday. As soon as yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. I've just been like into God. This is so boring, but I've just been into like into non-alcoholic options. Like to order nice. soda with bitters is like, I, it's so delicious. It you it's it, but it's not like the artificiality of a soda. It feels like you're drinking something. I mean, I'm yeah. a fan. Can I tell you something that I recently like? I like my parents are pretty strict when I was little about like um what's it called like processed sugar like they're they're pretty like health nuts mm-hmm. so we didn't really have soda in our house but then like at all like but like, it was something I enjoyed at birthday parties and I recently in my adult life got a Dr Pepper with a slice of pizza and I was like wow oh yeah this is good yeah. I know a bit too sweet ultimately a bit too sweet I, like I would love like a shot of soda like yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I agree. I also have been, I've talked about this before, but I've been literally going to movies just so I can have a Diet Coke. (laughs) (laughs) I will like go to a bad movie. That is so wholesome. I I love that is so wholesome. It's so like, like mom energy in like a great way. Well, cause there's something about the lit, not to overuse the word liminal because I know people do that a lot, but like, there's something about like the liminal space of a movie theater where it's like, it doesn't count. Like, yeah, I can have a whole thing of Reese's pieces, Zoom me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's dark. Like, no one can see. Like airports and like. Yes, exactly. Some kind of cinnamon roll or like a Popeye. Like, you know, like there's something about enjoying a strip, like, or like a shitty chain taco at an airport mm-hmm. is like really mm. good. Or like in Japan, randomly, it's really popular to get the pizza at Costco or hot dogs at Costco. Oh, oh. like the meatballs at Ikea. Right, that's like a. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Wait, is there a Costco in Japan? Yeah, there are. And it's really popular. Did you grow up in Japan? Yeah. And so that's just why that came to mind because people get really excited about going to Costco in Japan. Wait, that's. I had no idea there was Costco in Japan. So now I sound like. Yeah. From when I I remember from when I was in eighth grade. So that was like 2000, like one ish, 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Wow, now I want to go to Japan. <laughs> let's go. We're yeah, going to Costco. Costco. Let's go. To, let's do a live show at the Costco in Tokyo. Yeah. I don't know if we need a someone has to get a membership, but you know, yeah. I I forget about I tried to use the bathroom at a Costco. They wouldn't let me in. It was this like sweet really? old woman at the door, like checking cards to, and I was like, Oh, I just need to use the bathroom. And she was like, No. And I was like, oh. Wait, no, that feels really restrictive. Wait, did it's you big- go in just to use the bathroom? Okay, so here's I, we were on a this we were on a road trip, and we needed a bathroom, and we were like kind of in a dead zone, and I was like, oh well, there's a gas station over here, and then it turned out it was a Costco gas station that you can only use oh, if you have a Costco no. card, and then there was a whole what? Costco attached to it, and so I was like, well, you know, we we like left the highway, so I'll just see if I can run in there and use the bathroom. I'm sure no. they'll let me. This and is this very. Woman was this like, is late no. capitalism boots. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I truly was like, I'm going to pee on your store. Like, I'm going to pee just on the ground because I don't know what else to do. That's crazy. You should made me so mad. Was there like a plant outside? Like, I feel like, huh? It feels really. Uh, when a big company is like, no, you can't use our bathroom. I do feel like it's like the darkest part of civilization. <laughs> you're you're so right. You're 100% I, I, that's right. like yes. It's literally like it rivals like how bad healthcare is like to be like, yeah, Oh, yeah. you, you need to poop. Eliminate. That's privatized. Yeah. <laughs> like you're going to have to find, you're going to have to like pretty much go fuck yourself. <laughs> I feel like that's like the premise for like 
some kind of like Scandinavian dystopian movie. It's like yes. bathroom, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, all Scandinavian dystopian movies are like, what if it was America? <laughs> yeah, New York, present day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, wait, okay, not oh, to rush so us, but I want to get into the topic yes. just because I feel like yes. it's such a rich topic. Okay, yes. Is that okay, Sam? I think that's beautiful. Gorgeous. Okay. Okay, Brittany, um, I want you to introduce your topic and then maybe say a little bit about why you chose it and why it's straight. Sure. So my topic is apples, the fruit. Apples <laughs> Apples are straight to me because, well, for a number of reasons, there's something, the most v- sort of like visceral or like vague one is that there's something really normative about apples. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I was thinking about it more and I was like, everything that kind of surrounds apples and like apple dumb is just pretty like, okay, for example, imagining like a mom and a dad giving their kid apple slices in a Ziploc, like that's really straight. Mm -hmm. And then, and apples are the center of that. And like, or like going upstate to uh, an orchard or like harvest or like autumn in general. Right. And then like apple sauce, like a little Mott's packet. Um, There's like a biblical part. A hundred percent. Oh, the biblical element I hadn't even thought. Oh, that's like the first thing I thought of. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. And that's like maybe the 10th, I was like, oh yeah, that whole, that whole bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And in, maybe this will come up later. Like the inverse is like, so what then what apples, what fruit are like, oh, okay. I'm going to get to that point later. My my last point here is like, you know, how like there's so many varieties of apples. Like I even in preparation was like, I like typed in apples mm-hmm. in google <laughs> i love when the guest researches <laughs> and, and the first thing that came up was like an amazon poster that said like like a poster available on amazon.com that was like northeastern apple varieties like apples of like northeastern america <laughs> and it's like there's there's like 30 apples and so there's a bunch of variety right like in like flesh uh, texture and color and like mm-hmm. the skin but the thing is like no one cares it's all yes apple. yes this is like everything i wanted great. to say you're saying yeah okay okay so that's my yeah that's my like original that's jumping off point okay yeah they're there that's my jumping off point i've left the diving board mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> i think that's so genius i think what really speaks to me <laughs> is calling an apple normative is so funny <laughs> because it just is it yeah. like is it is it is the nuclear family it is schools it, yeah. It's cool. Can I I just, this is like, I'm like in cloud nine right now. I'm like leaving my body because (laughs) never before has a topic. The the idea of apples being straight stretches to like all parts of history, mythology, like religion, like, and there's things we haven't even mentioned yet. For instance, the apple being like the gift you give to a teacher or like, or like apple pie being the quintessential American symbol, like American as apple pie. (laughs) Like, or even honestly, Apple the company being like the most hegemonic <laughs> power in the oh entire world, Lord. and it's like named Macintosh. And then also, the, the thing that Apple is named after is like the apple falling on Newton's head, and that's like West. You know, that's like science. Yes. That's like Newton. STEM. Apples yeah. are STEM. I, and I also feel like that little. Okay. Oh my gosh. There's so much to respond to. Like, first of all, the apple falling in her head. Like that idea. Whether it's like apocryphal, I forgot. I don't know. But it's like yeah, the yeah. whole idea of like Newton thought about gravity. Like in our like m- historical memory, because an apple fell on his head. Like that is like that itself is like really straight. Like that's like the straightest entry into like popular science and understanding. And that is like about apples. And I, I the other thing that's really I can't, I, I'm like blown away by this because 
one topic that I was thinking of, but I didn't end up pitching it to you guys was like Macintosh as a concept, but I didn't even process that like that is app. Like I didn't yeah. even make that connection, <laughs> but it is. And it yeah. was like innate. It was subconscious. I feel like, like, uh, like but- this is like almost scary. Like we're seeing something we're not supposed to be seeing. No, I like- know. It's, <laughs> it's like, it's like, um, it's like, you know, I'm trying to think of like what a, what a good, you know, movie or book that has this plot is. But when you suddenly realize like the one person was in all three of the locations and like, it's <laughs> yes. clearly like th- they're guilty. Like that's how <laughs> right, I feel right, right, right now right. about apples. <laughs> it's like, I'm kind of, un- I'm unnerved and I'm also like really excited. Yeah. It's just like, no matter what the lens is, like, Okay, you can view it as like um, it, through a narrow lens, like, okay, apples are basic because apple picking and fall. Or you can view it through like a giant lens and it's like apples were the original symbol of sinning, which was heterosexual yeah. sex. <laughs> like no yeah. matter what lens you view it through, like the apples are there. <laughs> Wait, um, I've got one. Okay. Okay. Okay, Johnny Appleseed. Yes. Yeah, that's so straight. I mean, colonizing the damn plants, (laughs) spreading these apple Um, trees everywhere. Yeah, something totally like the idea of like seeds and like how mass produced apples are for like different reasons. What else? Um, I really responded well to what you're saying about how and and that's like I thought that was going to be like my crazy point is like how there are so many kinds of apples, but no one cares. Like that is the perfect encapsulation (laughs) of like straight like. Uh, basically like the the false promise of consumer options like i used to be a member of a food co-op and there were like truly like nine different kinds of apples and they all had like giant signs that were like excited about what kind they were and it's like they're all just apples (laughs) they're all just apples and like even if you go to like yeah, yeah, I get that feeling too. Even if it's like you go into like the, you like descend into the produce section of a Whole Foods, and there's like different, like especially now, right, the mm-hmm. season, and they're all kind of like marketed at you. They're like this, or like you know how Trader Joe's is like really horny about their like fruit. It's like this <laughs> guy is fuzzy and like <laughs> soapy and sweet. <laughs> you know what I'm talking? But yeah. I feel like something about like yeah, like th- that's how apples are often presented. But it's like, well, okay, they're all apples. And uh, wait, um, should I had another thought? Okay, actually, my mind is jumping all over the place. This idea, I feel like we're not ready for it. But <laughs> the idea is like, in the inverse, like what is a not straight fruit? But I think we're not there yet. I think we, yeah, there's more in the apple realm. Yeah, we apple. need to get okay. to the bottom of apple first, but <laughs> I can think of non-straight fruits. Okay, but, but okay. even like, sorry, go ahead. Well, okay. Another one, I'm like just thinking of apple yeah. things. Having an Adam's apple. Whoa. <laughs> See, you know what you know came to my brain is Adam Driver. Adam Driver has an Adam's apple. He has like a really pronounced one. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that is like, we were talking about him like, yeah, basically, no, that's problematic. Anyway, so like, yeah, yeah, right. Adam Driver, his, his Adam's apple, for example, like that itself. Why is that even? Oh, because it got caught. The idea is that it got caught in Adam's throat. Yeah, it's all it goes back to the Bible. Um, but See, but it's just it goes to show you, you know, contemporary masculinity is like, it, it, you know, it goes back to the yeah. source. <laughs> like it all goes back to Adam. <laughs> right, and like, okay, so also like, um, you know how if you think about it, like we already talked about how it's kind of related to school, but if you think about like let's think about like a first grade math worksheet where there's like little pictures. It's like three pictures of apples and that's like elementary, like, Mm -hmm. like introducing kids to like 
placing number value. Yes. Also, don't you feel like with the alphabet, it's always A for Apple? Always. Like Rarely if you're do, if you're looking at a worksheet that's or like a poster in a in a classroom that has a, a thing for each letter, it's always A for Apple. Sometimes uh, I feel like the only other times it's not Apple, it's like Aardvark, which feels more queer. But like, yes, that's but Aardvark is of Apple. course queer. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is what is this? Is this the, like the number twenty three or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where yeah. We're like, oh my god, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> it's like us drawing apples all over. And you're like, I, I, it's an apple. It's the apple. <laughs> like my wall, I just like draw. Really yeah, you're like drawing apples on the wall. Like my hands are kind of sweaty right now, and I think it's because of this. Like I'm like my heart is kind of beating as I think about it. Well, yeah, it's almost. I almost am like we can't think about this too much because if we uncover something, we're not like like we're gonna get we'll, like, uncover like the secret of the world, and then it's like there will be no mystery left. I do want to get literal for one second. How do we feel about cider? Oh, I was just thinking about apple cider donuts, which I don't really understand. Like I don't. Okay, I feel like there's a whole thing about apple cider donuts. Yes. It's like ooh, it's fall. Go right. to a farmer's market and get one. And I kind of am like, this is just kind of like, is it a donut that's made with apple cider? Or is it I'll just like this flavored? About, it's like, to me, apple cider donuts, like, they are very good. Yeah. But then guess like what the else is good? Normal donuts. Yeah. yeah like all other flavors. That's but I thing. love a seasonal, I do no, love I a seasonal okay. treat. Like a, and the scarcity of it makes it feel it's important. True. It's true. Okay, um, so cider. Is well, cider I want to think. Like, wait, like alcoholic one or like, or like, I just both Warm. like I'm like okay, okay, c okay. cider for sure. Non-alcoholic cider is definitely just like part of the fall agenda of like apple picking, cider, leaf, leaves, etc. Um, mm -hmm. Alcoholic cider is interesting because actually compared to beer, it is less straight. I think so. As an option. Yeah, it is less straight. Yeah. Why is that? Because I guess of the like. Because beer is so overpoweringly straight that like any alternative is less straight. Yeah. Okay. That's what it's it also is. seen as maybe, I would say, in some cultures, like I feel like a cider compared to a beer and even compared to wine is seen as like artsy. Yeah. Like it's like. Cider? Yeah. Like, this or it, it's unexpected. It. It's like, okay, we get it. You have an MFA if someone orders yeah. cider. Yeah. And can I tell you a memory I have, which is like, I, uh, maybe like, right, but it was like the fall right before COVID. I was in Portland, Oregon with my mom, and we went to like, we went to an apples, we went to like a cider, what do you call it? What's that called? Oh, like a brewery, but it was like mm -hmm, cider. Mm -hmm. And everything about it, like every person in there looked the same. Like everyone was wearing, like I'm wearing red plaid right now, but like, you know, it was like all these guys with beards that had red plaid. And I couldn't tell whether it felt like in retrospect, I'm like, I don't even know if that experience felt straight or like somewhere else along the spectrum. But I think it's like cider really complicates the topic. Cider complicates the topic. There's one <laughs> other thing that complicates it, which like we can't get into and that's Fiona okay. Apple. That's, that's interesting. That's really that just really complicated, actually. It, I feel it complicates like it in, quite a bit. <laughs> you can go in different. You can go in multiple directions. <laughs> um. Huh. Oh man, apple cider is. There oh, are always exceptions, and that's okay. Like apple cider can be a little bit gay. <laughs> like, and Fiona Apple can be a little bit gay, and like that's okay. <laughs> It's also like Fiona Apple's like literally like playing like it's like it's edgy because it's Apple like she's like yeah, taking yeah, yeah, Apple yeah. and making she's it. reclaiming Apple okay she's reclaiming now, Apple okay finally we have we have a narrative that makes sense which is that Fiona <laughs> Apple is actually reclaiming Apple 
I, I, I want to maybe simplify this even more. It's like, literally, how do we feel about eating apples? Correct. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh, <laughs> I was... So I have a lot of feelings about it. And then also this kid made me like in the past, I was working until recently at the school in Brooklyn and like um, this kid at first no, kindergartner last year, like I was like subbing for this kindergarten class. And then the teacher was like, okay, you can just give them each an apple. And like, right already like insane. So yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, I have the solution to your problems. Give them an apple. And and the thing is that she was like, just give them the whole apple. Like, I don't want to like, are we, she's like, kind of like, yeah, anyway, her whole, vi her whole vibe is like, I'm not gonna, don't, we're not going to slice it for them. She was like trying to teach them about autonomy. Mm -hmm. And this one kid was like, he said the sentence to me. Oh, oh, it's the circle. It's the circle kind. I don't want one. And what he meant is that it was just the whole apple <laughs> supposed to slice it. Oh my God, that's so, sweet. The, the that so sweet. That is so sweet. Circle kind. Wait, this is, okay, when you were growing up, did you eat apples whole or did your mom cut them up into pieces? So because I was in Japan and this is the whole thing there, I would eat them sliced without skin. Oh, with interesting. Like, wait, it's like a whole wait, thing. Wait, I'm like now remembering same. And, okay. and I don't think this was like a, greek thing i think it's just like that's what my mom did like after dinner my mom would basically just like put a plate in the middle of the table and then start cutting fruit and right. no matter what the fruit was it was peeled and cut into slices and actually because i randomly didn't like fruit apple was one of the only oh. fruits i did eat because it's like the least like a it's like i was yeah. freaked out by things like being juicy and exploding in my mouth and like apples are manageable <laughs> um yeah that's so interesting because it's just kind of like crisp and sweet and it's not it's like crisp it's yeah there's nothing saccharine really about an apple there's nothing like that like the texture isn't really anything mm -hmm. i've always kind of been an apple hater like okay i can have like one yeah. slice but like if i'm eating a full apple something about it like halfway kind of through it gets disgusting to me and i'm like i Can have I, to get out of here i think so when i was like in high school i started getting it oh oh wait i forgot about this actually so when i was in high school this is when we were in pennsylvania i got like really into eating apples whole and i think what's funny is like you know how people <laughs> this is like okay my point is i ate so many fuji apples that i started collecting um the little stickers and i put them on the back of a binder so like I, there was like a moment in high school where I like had a binder that was covered in these apples and I ate a lot of them like whole, but now, you know how like when people are like, oh, in your thirties, like speaking of like alcohol or whatever, it's like in your thirties, like if I have this food at this hour, like it hurts my body. I feel like I can't actually eat a whole apple, not for any reason other than it's kind of just really fibrous. It's like a lot. It, I agree. It's a lot. I it like it. I, I'll eat an apple in a salad. I'll eat an apple with like yeah, cheese, nice, nice. like whatever. Love it. Wait, I have a new concept that I just thought of. Okay. Okay. Basically, all things that are good with apples also have like cinnamon. And so yes. my theory is like cinnamon is like the woman doing the invisible labor and apple is getting all the glory. So like why yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, an yeah. apple cider donut, it's like what you like there is the cinnamon and the sugar or like an apple yeah. pie, like what you like is not the apple, it's like the other flavors. And so cinnamon is like working really hard and she's actually like, the one like bringing the value that people like and she's never in the title 
Cinnamon is emotional labor. Exactly. And physical. Wait. <laughs> I think that is so genius. I like I'm 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 feeling a little bit seen because I I've, I've always been like I don't like apples, but mm-hmm. an apple pie, one of my yeah. favorite things. And okay. an apple donut I love. And so I was like, what is that? And yeah, it's like the cinnamon. Right. And I don't sugar. like apple. I like cinnamon and sugar, you dumb bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and same with like an apple, like even like a, you know, even an apple cider, like if you have like a warm cider or something, it's like what you're responding to is the is the fall flavors. It's not the apple. Totally. When I was a kid, my favorite thing at Starbucks. Oh, yeah, I have. Oh, my gosh. OK, so like when I was in eighth grade, basically, I was going to the school in Tokyo where like the school bus like dropped us off at this train station. And my first sense of like independence was that I would go to the Starbucks and I, and I would get <laughs> this is, like I would get this like. Um, like, you know, this is the first chapter in like a story of consumerism, but I like <laughs> got the caramel apple cider, which it would just be like hot apple cider mm-hmm. with whipped cream and caramel drizzlings on top and like a splash of cinnamon. And the thing is that, yeah, the, all these other elements are like pulling the weight. Yeah. Caramel too. Like when you have like a caramelized mm-hmm. apple or, or like a caramel covered apple. And I, I think that my favorite... A sandwich I really like is like, okay, apple and like a sharp white cheddar and like a uh, kind of intense mustard. I oh, interesting. That. I was thinking, I thought you were going to go another direction, which is like apple and like brie. Oh, that's, that's what I thought classic. you were going there as well. But is that gay or straight or something? I mean, all of this is gay. <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> okay, if you're combining fair. apple and cheese, like you're subverting yeah, the, a lot. <laughs> you're purposefully going in sort of an anti-American direction. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So here's a question. Yeah. What about pears? I mean, Sam, do you want to go? I'm like overwhelmed by this question. <laughs> pears, I still see pears as straight, to be honest. Okay. Interesting. I, I would disagree. I see them almost as like, they're more of a classic thing. Like pears do remind or me like even French more of old times. Mm. Yes, yes. There's something about like, thinking of them in like old paintings. Yeah, I feel like they were really fetishized in the past in a way that like kind of makes them feel straight to me, but. Yeah, there was like some kind of like femininity projected onto them that, you're right, that feels pretty straight. Well, there's also like, I have, you know, two sisters and like I grew up with like, you know, like in women's magazines and stuff, a lot of it would be like, are you a pear shape or an apple shape? Right. Yeah. So like the pear and the apple as like types of womanhood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in fact, and- I think, well, now I'm like, what is the more desirable one or during the like 2000s? Like, what I guess people wanted uh, to be a pear shaped and not an apple shape. Which feels weird because I feel like ass was not in then and a pear has ass. I guess there's also celery. Yeah, there was celery. And that's what people <laughs> wanted. Celery- anyway, to me, pears yeah. though, I, I see what you're saying. Like they're so kind of vintage and historical, but at the same time, I feel like they're always playing second fiddle to apple. Like they're like the indie apple to me. Like in, yeah, in sure. popular contemporary culture, it's like you know, yeah. apple yeah. is Coldplay and pears are Vampire Weekend. Totally. It's like what about right? Right. It's like a pear. Okay. It's like take it up a notch from like an apple and cheddar to like a pear and gorgonzola. Exactly. Like period, exactly. Right? Exactly. So it's like. But, but, uh, but, God. Wow. Um, okay. I feel like I feel like the actual like if we're going looking for like a binary like mm-hmm. the opposite of an okay, apple okay. would be a banana. 
Wow. Interesting. Oh, wait, why? And are bananas straight? No. I, I think a banana is like, <laughs> I think it's the opposite because it's a completely different texture. It's like, it's yeah, the shape. Just, yeah. like, <laughs> decide that. Wait, it's it's cultural no okay okay i okay, got it. no no, no i want to know it's more know. of the cultural like sig significance like it mm -hmm. holds a similar place as an apple but it's yeah. like the what it implies it's just is as almost popular. the opposite yeah. okay i see yes i'm i'm on board okay <laughs> and their their flesh is the same color which is the irony wow, wow. yeah i guess that's true what a lesson <laughs> you know i actually love bananas and I want to say I love uh, bananas. And maybe that's I, mostly what I'm speaking to is that bananas are my go-to. To have a banana and then like after each bite, put peanut butter on it and then take a bite. There's nothing like that. See, that's how I feel about <laughs> apples. Whoa. But I think that they're both pretty satisfying fruit. Like, yeah. I'll eat like a million grapes, but I don't feel like I'm actually absorbing. Like, you know what I mean? Say, no, like, that is so true. Grapes are just water. Yeah, grapes yeah. are just water. There's like other fruit like that. And I think my favorite fruits are like probably like berries but similarly i don't think i feel like i'm being satiated by those apples and bananas are like oh yeah this is like a part of a meal D totally it apples and bananas are not just part of a meal but like a complete snack in the way that many other fruits <laughs> are not like yeah. and they're serve they have the correct serving size too like totally having I'm a banana is like i mean it's nature's snack <laughs> <laughs> But you know, the banana is more like fickle than an apple because it's like I feel like the like shelf life is shorter. Yeah, Agreed. time is always running out. But then you can make banana bread, and that's so a true. whole other thing. <laughs> and that's the whole other thing. <laughs> I also, and if we're talking bananas, also, and we have to talk about this, mm. they you know exude sexuality. They, I mean, you yeah, know, yeah, people yeah. are speak on that. It's, it's the obvious thing, <laughs> but it's like it's it's a dick, y'all. People, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, people, you can ruin a high schooler's sort of whole day by saying, "Hey, that looks like a dick." Yeah, um, it's interesting that the banana right. we associate with a dick, apple with an undesirable woman's body. <laughs> yeah, or an ass, yeah. apple bottom jeans, apple but bottom there's jeans. Something Okay, so this is like, you know how like, is, wait, is apple stone fruit? I don't know. No, because you know a stone no, no, fruit is like things that have like the pit inside. So that's all like kind of, like a peach is like, like Yannick, like it looks like a pussy, yes. like it's like, right? And apple, I don't know if it really has that. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, if you cut an apple in half. I see like, what you're saying the though. It, the apple like is weirdly not sexual. It's mm. a, it's one yeah. of the few fruits that isn't sexual. It's not. It's yeah. It's a non-sexual fruit. That's so. It's because true. it's not juice. I mean, not to go back to the it's juice element, juicy. but it's not juicy and it's not. I mean, yes, there is a certain yonic element to the inside of an sure. apple, but not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, not enough to make that point go home. You know, it's like yeah, okay. Yeah. So like, okay, yeah, like mangoes sexual banana it's sexual. just not an aphrodisiac like and, and that's why and that's like part of its oh. charm that's why it's so chaste it's like the thing you give a teacher it's the thing you serve on christmas uh, you know the apple pie yeah. is what you serve like on a holiday like it's not it, an apple apple will never make something more sexy apple is puritanical apple it's puritanical is, i mean it is it's like new it england is. yeah it is new england it's like amish <laughs> totally it's actually there's never more Amish fruit than the uh, 
people. I feel like it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Don't question yourself. That's correct. A hundred percent correct. No, no notes. <laughs> like someone pushing, literally someone pushing like an old wooden wheelbarrow. It's like filled with apples, <laughs> and that's straight. It's you like, know what? And those apples, they represent hate. Yeah. Someone pushing that wheelbarrow, they're pushing hate. <laughs> I can't, um, this has been maybe one of the most um, <laughs> like feverish uh, conversations on a topic. <laughs> I actually am like, will this, I almost feel like we're in a drug trip or something. I'm like, like, will this yeah. make sense to anyone that wasn't on this zoom call? I'm also feel- like worried about like, are there obvious now that we have done such a ho- comprehensive analysis of apples <laughs> in the cultural imaginary, I'm like, are there ones we missed? Probably there's there's probably three big ones yeah. that aren't occurring to us. Yeah. One I thing like that I was overdrive. We talked sorry. a little bit about the naming, but like the oh. we didn't talk about what the literal names are. Wait, I'm sorry. I, I sorry, but I have something. Okay, please. Gwyneth Paltrow naming her daughter Apple. <laughs> wow. There, there you go. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. That's that's actually. That and that is because- like, I love Gwyneth Paltrow, but like <laughs> at the time what that represented was a straight woman trying to be original. Yes. And, but it's like the most puritanical yeah, sort yeah. of land fruit, but there's something, wow, that's big actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, there was something about it that was like, wow, it's the most random thing you could name a kid. Like it's it, people acted as though it was like the craziest thing that has ever happened. Right. And what year was that? Like earlier in the 2000s? Yeah. I, in my mind, it was like 2003 or something. Yeah. That feels like so of its time too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, Maybe. That's really big. Yeah. It was 2004. Sorry. Wow. Post post nine 11. I mean, okay, people were looking to apples for like a sign of American wholesomeness and like mm-hmm, for Gwyneth mm-hmm. Paltrow to name her daughter that it was like you can't do that bitch like that's <laughs> right that was the cultural reaction <laughs> wow yeah wow. okay that's big so like yeah like pink lady red delicious mm-hmm. G- granny These names it's granny also like granny it's Smith. Too, yeah it, the, the names feel to me very like theater kid they also feel fully Republican. They <laughs> feel Republican. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're gendered. Yeah. I mean, pink lady. Like, okay, we get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you want to fuck this apple? You like, stop. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Apple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honey yeah, it's Chris. almost like That's there's a kind of virgin horror. It's like pink lady is the whore, and then <laughs> granny is the virgin. Not the virgin. Yeah. Like, granny is so, wholesome, like, and then pink lady is the slut. Yeah. Right. Wow. They're like Jezebel kind of figure mm-hmm. well i mean are hey. we like are we done i mean i yeah i think we're getting a call from the macarthur grant people do you I mind agree. if i take it yeah <laughs> wait I, mean, I have a last point though okay you know how earlier we were talking about like you were like like going to a movie theater to get a, this particular soda or like that kind of thing mm-hmm. how about going to like an airport or like Amtrak station, like little, what's that? There's like little markets, like that's, you know, mm-hmm. they have like hard, they have like books and like snacks and like medicine, but like for like dried apple chips. Oh my like God. Like that's the only time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a classic airport purchase, like a yeah. panic purchase. 
Right, where you're like, oh, I guess. Like, would I go? The, would I get those if I were like in a supermarket where there was like a whole array of snacks mm-hmm. and or just apples? Like, no. But yeah, you're like, yeah, it's like a panic purchase. You're like, okay, I guess I'll. You know, it's like it feels more somehow. It feels like less kind of like salty or, or oily or like processed than certain snacks. But then it's like, do I really want this anyway? It's a weird dried fruit option for sure. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> things <laughs> well, and uh, things like that, like apple chips and fruit chips, uh, never taking off feels. Um, that, uh, yeah, we like barely can. Get, I mean, that's like a whole other conversation. That's very like we should switch over to like the metric system, but we won't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Wait. Uh, I, I have like the most complicating factor of all, and oh, we God. just have to mention it because otherwise we will be dragged. Yeah. Apple okay. teenies are like a classic gay cocktail. Is it? Yeah, it's like not anymore, but like in the like nineties, Sex in the an City apple teen. Yeah, like Sex in the City apple. Like it was like I've got it. I've got a response. Ah, okay, what is it? Okay, okay. So it's that, reclaiming. I, no, no. I feel like apple teeny <laughs> yeah. wasn't necessarily what gay people were actually drinking. It was what straight people would say gay people were drinking to make fun of them. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. So apple teenies, it, it, it's so straight, it's homophobic, in fact. <laughs> right. Exactly. It was weaponized. Yeah. They're using the that? only language they have. What apples. What is in an apple teeny? Like, I have no idea. I, I assume it's some kind of like green apple liqueur. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I do think <sighs> we should take back the apple teenies. And, yeah. Um, well, people have been. Um, Saying that there's this one, oh my God, wait, I'm like Chris Crowley. There's this one writer for um, Grub Street that's been promoting the return of the Apple TV. Oh, I look cool. forward to it. Yeah. What a moment. And someone, my coworker, Tammy, who's a food, who's like a drinks pr- professional was telling me like one of the reasons why it's not coming back is because like Apple, there's just like, isn't a good Apple liqueur. Whereas like for yeah. espresso martinis, there are many good coffee liqueurs. And so that's why like that made a comeback. But maybe it's high time someone made an artisanal, like really good green apple. That's like nice and not too yeah. cloying or something. Huh. Hmm. I'd, that sounds great. I love the pitch. All right. Well, let's do it, folks. <laughs> Stradio Lab branded <laughs> apple liqueur. We do need Stradio Lab branded canned apple teenies. I think people would drink that. Oh, that would be, oh, that would be great. What would um, it look like? I think I actually think we should do our like, let's I think do we it. should let's like do, do our final segment. I agree. Okay. For folks at home, Sam's getting his booster shot in a mere twenty five minutes. Oh shit. It's true. So I'm gonna have to hop on my right, little okay. bike and So our final there. segment is called is is called shout outs. And in this segment, <laughs> we give a shout out to um something that we are thinking about and we want to promote in the style of kind of a TRL early 2000s radio shout out. Um, I'm like kind of second guessing myself. Sam, do you have one? I have one. I It's a little too sincere. Okay. Um, oh, I see. I remember what but, yours is. But I'll do it. I'll just do it. It's a good Okay. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
What's up, everybody out there in the globe? I have an extremely unfunny shout out that is just real. Guess what, idiots? I saw an incredible show last night by Claire O'Kane. She did a solo show and it was so touching and moving and it made me feel like, wow, life is fragile and you got to hold on to the ones you love. She really was brave by doing something serious and about her life. And I was so impressed. Claire O'Kane, you're a genius. I love you. And I love live comedy. Oh my God. We love, love Claire O'Kane on this podcast. I, I can't believe I missed that. I'm going to, I'm, I'm vowing publicly that I'm going to go next time. She does it. Um, And I heard she's going to do it again. Yeah. She's that's, that's really cool. And I love Claire. And also there was a time when she, I thought she was going to like stop doing live performance. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad she's doing it again. Okay. I'll, I'll do a, I'll do something I liked as well. My original one was going to be cottage cheese, but I'm like, we, we okay. already talked about food for so long during this episode, but I like, I need to do something else. Okay. What's okay. up freaks and losers out there. I want to give a quick shout out to the film, the power of the dog. That's right. This is a new movie. It just came out last week. I saw it. And let me tell you something. This movie has themes. It has every possible theme a movie could have. I am always so impressed when someone manages to put in every possible theme into one movie and they all come together. I'm talking masculinity. I'm talking marriage. I'm talking sibling rivalry. I'm talking trauma in the words of Jamie Lee Curtis. Every theme you could possibly want is in this film. For all my theme heads out there, go online and buy a ticket to The Power of the Dog starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Jesse Plemons, and Kirsten Dunst. Go out there and see those themes come to life. And let me tell you something. Yeah, it's coming out on Netflix in a few weeks because it's a Netflix original, but you want to see it on a big screen, folks, because the themes come to life. So that's my shout out, Power of the Dog, directed by Jane Campion. Woo! 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 All right. Okay. Brittany, whenever you're ready. Okay. Um, what's up, fuckies? I'm Brittany, and I'm here to shout out uh, the soundtrack of the animated show Big Mouth on Spotify mm. uh, that you can access through Spotify and listen to it. I just started watching the show actually like kind of a week ago, and I really binged a lot of it, and I'm so taken by the universe of the show, and I love the jokes and the characters, and I think it actually made me feel kind of sexual again after not really feeling sexual for a month or so, which is weird because it's like centering teenage children, (laughs) but I think I'm like really blown away by how they talk about puberty and consent and gender, and Nick Kroll's talented, and it's like, I don't know, it just makes me feel warm when I watch it in my apartment, I'm almost out of episodes. I love that. I love, I I love Big Mouth. Big Mouth is one of those shows where you're like, it can't be as good as everyone says it is. And it's actually so good. It is. It's so fun. It's so good. It's so fun. Love Big Mouth. Shout out. Straighter Love. uh, Favorite. uh, Ayo Debris. Oh, yeah. So great. We're not going to shout out all the Stradio Lab alums that are right. Oh, I'm sorry. I guess there are so many. I just meant Ayo specifically because she's like one of the main characters this season. But yes, many Stradio Lab alums are involved. Um, All right, folks. Well, wow. I think this is a game changer. I'm almost like this needs to be behind a paywall. (laughs) Oh my god. Thank you for having me. I was really ner- I was really nervous and feeling shy, so I really appreciate it. No, no, oh, you were, it, it, it did it not was, read at all. It was incredible. All right. Oh man, yeah. what a journey. All right, bye everyone, <gasps> and subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Wait, and I have a one what? more thing to leave what? us on: oh being the God. apple of someone's eye. That, well, being the apple of someone's eye. That is the most yes. 
That's like straight love letter, but you can't think of anything original to say. And it means nothing. Like, and no it means one... nothing. And with that, it's not goodbye. Bye. Have a good booster shot. Oh, my God.